When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Cormac Moore. You're tuning in to Sunday Night Live with myself, Cormac Moore, and this is the, the first in a series of bits on the show we're going to do where we take comedians who are performing all over Ireland, the UK, and all over the world, let's be honest now, and just sit them down and, get, and ask them the question that's constantly asked of comedians, which is, uh, tell us about your worst gig. And my first person to come in and have a chat with us uh, on the show is the amazingly, hilariously funny Mr. Damien Clark, sir. Thank you so much Thank for Thank you, Cormac. In. Hang on, is, did you think of me when you thought worst gigs? Is that what's going on here? <laughs> I, have like, a, I have a list of people. <laughs> who do I think are terrible uh, at gigging? Stuff? No, 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 not at all. Um, I'm getting the people who I think are the best and who have gigged the most and who definitely have some horror stories about gigging over the years. Like, in fairness, I saw you in Electric Picnic. That, oh, yeah. that wasn't bad. That, oh, was, that man. was excellent. Great. I tell you what, it was raining a little bit. It was, yeah. That yeah. always helps because then people come into the tent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if yeah. you've got a full tent, I mean, you know, it was you're going to have a great You can have a great tour. Now, listen, obviously, Damo, listen, Damo's one of the best co- comedians I know. And t- I still tell people, I sent your show to a friend of mine, right? A friend of mine does uh, trainings in story writing and things like that. And he's a psychologist and he does massive amount of work with teaching people how to structure a story and write a story uh, and it's a fascinating seminar but I was like the best comedy story I've seen is this guy Demo Clark show Grand Theft Demo the one where your phone is stolen right <laughs> yeah. and if anyone hasn't seen that that's literally the greatest uh, the, one of the greatest shows I've ever seen right just because of the whole thing Demo you got your phone stolen and they left it in signed into iCloud and stuff like that and we might chat about that a little bit later but we're here to talk about your worst gigs but before we talk about your worst gigs one mm. of the videos that you posted up recently right mm. was about a gig with you down in Wexford was it? Yeah in the... You got a transplant I didn't realise you were dying yeah, I had a transplant. I need I, I need a new arms and legs. <laughs> I, I need to be a stand up. I need a new legs. Uh, yeah, I'll put some sad music in here, like we're on the X Factor. Oh yeah, can we, we get can a do... violinist in here, please? Yeah, sorry, violinist. I have a yeah, four piece yeah, quartet yeah. to come in, and then we'll just put in the sad music. Maybe we'll put like a slow pan in on the video just to make oh, it extra dramatic. Oh yeah, I'll look dramatic. at the camera and, and uh, I'll get my big kitten eyes, big teary eyes. Yeah, so in May. I say this in the video, but it was like, I hadn't planned this It was in advance. It was sort of a spare of the moment thing, but I, I suffered from male pattern baldness. Oh, God. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and that was, there was one joke I remember uh, seeing ages ago. I can't remember what it was now on TV show, but it was just saying how depressing Star Trek was. Because you can, obviously, Star Trek is years and years and years in yeah, the future, yeah. but still they haven't got a cure for boldness. <laughs> <laughs> <So>, they <laughs> figured out like, speed of light, but yeah. no. Oh, we can fly through space, but I don't want hair on my head. Sorry, apart from a wig, I can't help you there, buddy. But so 
I know one of my mates, right? See, my hair started thinning out at 30. It's pretty much like that, I guess. Like, you know, when yeah, Homer yeah. Simpson was watching TV and he started growing it back and then he found out Homer Bart was being a naughty boy in his yeah. hair for like, and his gut grew back, right? <laughs> it's one of those moments. 30. It's like every decade. Yeah, yeah. Like, like 40, my knees went. You know, like every... <laughs> I'm gonna, my next one will be like getting a knee transplant or something, you know? And uh, so... I was like, yeah, what it would be like to have hair again? Because I think yeah, that's yeah. the thing with baldness or anything where you go, that's that's his final, that's you now. Like, yeah, if you yeah, have yeah. it, you can shave it off, yeah. you can grow it back or whatever. So I uh, got the transplant, took a day, 3,000 hairs. They pull out the back of your head. 3,000? Jam them in the, fr- the front. <laughs> Not the front, like on the forehead. Actually, now is like just a hairy wolf man. Yeah, yeah. just go the, the Chewbacca look, just, <laughs> just from the forehead down. Can you imagine if they did that? And you're like, why do you think? You're like, yeah, it's a little low. Yeah, a little uh, lower than I thought. I didn't know you were going to put me under. I could have pulled you up on it. Or maybe they just had half done. Just yeah. had half on one side, like an emo, but your full face. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, or just get them... My my, I'm quite lucky that I don't have hairy shoulders, but I think it looks mm. very masculine. I should have just got hairy shoulders. Should <laughs> <laughs> get a transplant to your shoulders so you can wear those white singlets in the summer. I'm gonna see you popping up on a dodgy Instagram ad promoting, you know, hairy shoulder transplants. I'm like, damn, so really? You can finally use a head. Yeah. Uh, was it? What's that? Head, What's shoulders, that? knees, and toes, or are we going you know for head and shoulders? What's that? Oh, that would have been a, that would have been funny, anyways. Uh, yeah, head, <laughs> head, head and shoulders is the head thing. and shoulders. Yeah. yeah. Head and shoulders. <laughs> Could use head and shoulders shampoo. Uh, this part of the show, obviously, is called My Worst Gig. Not because Debo is bad, but because every comedian ever has got some of the wo- most horrific stories about gigging in the most awkward places. And I just wanted to know, of, of your illustrious career gigging all over the world, mm. where have been some of the most horrible places that you've gigged? Yeah, horrible. I don't know. Hard crowds. I would say, right? Yeah. This is what I've figured out because doing more gigs uh, over in England because in Ireland everyone's like up for the crack most of the time, you know? Yeah, yeah. Posh people, right? I'm just gonna, <laughs> any town that has on people. Thames on after it, right? In England, <laughs> they just don't, posh people don't <clears throat> laugh, right? And, I, and, and I've done a few gigs in like sort of affluent parts of Dublin, but they're still mm. a bit grounded, I think. Yeah, right? yeah. Whereas uh, rich people in, in the UK are sort of a different level of rich, you know? Yeah, Ones that own yeah. islands and that. Yeah, and have and just, horses and stuff. Yeah, and, why um, would they even come to comedy? So they're the worst, but then ha- uh, they just sort of stare and you're going, yeah, so I'm high energy. So I'm yeah, like yeah. jumping around going, and then this happened. And then like, mm, you know, like. The man's best. telling a joke. Yeah, yeah it's very and you're going, good. You're just going, I think they've just put waxworks in front of me with sweaters <laughs> over their shoulders. Like, so they couldn't sell the gig out, but they didn't want to let you know. So yeah, they, just put they, they probably have in. a better... It's like they're looking at you. They're trying to figure you out. <clears> they're like, why is he doing this? You know? Yeah, it's, it's contemplating weird. the subtext and of your comedy. And I was thinking, just give me working class cities or yeah. towns any day. You know, yelling out, you're shoy. You know, that's <laughs> way more fun and stuff you can deal with. So oh, this is this is worse than a heckle, right? Like, you know, we've had the... Get off, boo, and all that sort of oh, stuff. Love it's really rough. They're cool. They're all right because then you can sort of turn it into a panto. There's yeah. energy there you can yeah, play yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. Like you can either go, you can either uh, turn it back and go, oh yeah, yeah. Well, and then you, there's energy you can something yeah, yeah, work yeah. with. But then now that people are using their phones in the audience, oh. that's worse because the other day, right? I drew a picture of this. <laughs> it affected me so much. There was a woman up the front. I go, what are you? Uh, I go, oh, texting, eh? What are you texting? What are you doing on your phone, right? Because everyone could see because she was sort of up the front but on yeah, the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes, oh, I'm checking the weather. <laughs> the wet. What? Like, that's worse than anything. You're so disinterested in the room. What's it like outside? And then and then I go, weather? What? Out here? She goes, no, in Texas. 
She was just checking what the weather's like in Texas. Just randomly picking just random randomly. cities. What a bitch. I was like, oh. <clears throat> like, well, you, what, you, how do you slam that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and grab their phone and throw it in a pint of water. I think so. I'd be, I don't think that'd be funny. What do you do? Just, you know, <laughs> what do you do to that? Yeah. I tell you right, worse than drunk people, kids. I've done a couple of kids shows because sometimes you get booked to do a club at night and they'll have a kid show on during the day. Oh, really? And we're free during the day. So I'm like, yeah, totally. Man, why would you do this one in London, right? And uh, an actor got on before me yeah. and she plays guitars and she's really funny. And like, she gets up, she's like, hey, how's everyone How's everyone doing? And some kid goes, get on with it, right? <laughs> Straight away. <laughs> Get on with it. Like, no messing around. He's there for the comedy. He's like, no, yeah. this back and forth. And I went up and I was, uh, I, was, I was ready, just in case. And how old are these kids, by the way? In between, like, around five and six. Oh, wow. Seven, probably tops. You know, but they're, not they're teenagers, like the proper proper children. No, like. they're, they're small. Like yeah. they're, they're, Some of them are in prams, you know. They're yeah, all sitting yeah. in buggies, a lot of them. <laughs> and then there's the, their older brothers or whatever. But, yeah, there weren't, there weren't any tall kids. They were still small. Yeah. So I got up and I was like, hey, talking about, I go, who knows where my accent's from? Who can guess? China. There's one kid, right? And I was like, whoa, close. <laughs> Same time zone. Uh, yeah. But then you're in danger of putting on the Chinese accent. Which, which risky in 2018. Still, I don't yeah, know if you yeah, can still, still do that, you know? know? Don't do the thing with the eyes and you should be okay. But yeah, like. I think so. So I said, uh, one close, closer than here. That's for sure. And then I was like, okay, who's got a pet, right? I was talking about animals. Yeah. Kids and some kid goes, I had a cat, had a cat. So I was like, already, and it was like, and it died, right? And then his sister started crying. Oh, the front yeah. Mittens. I was like, oh, great. This is in minute one. So already I'm from China, and this kid's cat died, and the sister hasn't got over it, obviously. And when you got tears, you're like, and then, and then you've got to go, okay, so who's been, who's tried the Tesco self-service checkouts? <laughs> Where do you go from there? There's always gigs that you question, like, probably the worst gig the one I took the longest to get over, I would say. Uh, Let's go to that. Uh, that was in Melbourne, right? The Comedy Festival. Yeah. Melbourne Comedy Festival, right? Yeah. So I was yeah. lucky enough to get a spot at the festival club on a Saturday night, oh, which cool. is where everyone goes. It was only like the one late night club. So everyone yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, now yeah. there's like a few. Same with them. There's like different variations. Yeah, yeah. But there, there was just the one. And uh, the lineups were huge at the time. Jason Byrne would do there a lot. Yeah. And he was just breaking Australia. And everyone was like, who is this mad Irish guy, <laughs> right? Uh, Daniel Kitson would host there a lot. And uh, Daniel Kitson, you wouldn't find much of him online, but he was a game changer. Like, still to this day, there's in this generation of comics, he was just, he was on Phoenix Nights. Yeah. Peter K. Phoenix Nights. But then after that, he was like, I'm never going to tell you again. He doesn't have to because he just does gigs and there's oh, the really? and just sells everything out that he oh. does. He's amazing. So he was hosting, and that made me really nervous because he was tearing it up. And no, he goes, I have to bring an act on now. And everyone's like, no. Oh, no. Yeah. So I was already nervous. I already had probably a few too many drinks than I should have. <laughs> I knew what I was going to do. I was like, I'll do that set. That's strong. That's yeah, yeah. point in time. But I was so nervous. I was like, just need a bit more Dutch courage. <laughs> so I had about maybe 10 drinks before I went on. No, you didn't. Something Are you talking like bottles that. or pints now? Bottles now. Not right, okay. Pints. Yeah, because I was like, you, you pints, you're getting dragged oh, on I'd and off. Yeah. I'd be gone. So there's probably exaggeration, but at least seven bottles. But it might have been 10, right? Because I was free. So I went up <laughs> and I was just like, hey, and I got... Just to just to add more drama, so all the staff were there, all the people that run the festival, all the other comedians are there, yeah. all the international Oh, acts, lovely. And my missus had come, 
like my now missus were just going out at the time. Yeah. And all of her workmates. Oh, brilliant. So she's going to see them every day. Uh, and the chair they heard that I was a comedian. And they've the got to give course. her the, the, the nice smiley face. Oh, no, he yeah, was gorgeous. Yeah. yeah he, so he, all that, I could see mm, them in the crowd. And yeah. I, was, I was just up there sweating. Nothing was working. My timing was out. Oh, no. And then I got the, I got the three in one from different places. About 800 people, I'd say there. I got like uh, your shui. I'll say that because it's better than just like <laughs> the one without the E. <laughs> your S, yeah, your sugar, honey, ice, and tea. Yeah, you suck. Get off, right? From oh three. wow, yeah, like that's. I was like, that's ding, bingo. Ding, ding. That's bingo. <laughs> one night, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but how's this? This is how the body copes a bag. You like? I went off stage. I went. I crawled under the stage. There was like a you know you, yeah. where they store stuff, dusty old chairs <laughs> and stuff. Went under there, just passed out. My body shut down. All I remember is. Uh, Daniel Kitson above me just going, he, he, he's actually quite a nice guy, right? And then <laughs> they were still booing him. Then I woke up and I was silent and I didn't know where I was. And it was pitch black. I was like, what the hell am I, right? Yeah. I was like, I figured out, I crawled out, the place was empty, right? And that bar's open till five in the morning. Wow. It was six in the morning. I went out, I had to push the emergency door to get out. No alarm went off, pushed the bar, got out. It was daylight, people were going to work. No way. And you're filing out. Yeah, your well, mascara I like, running down I feel your face. Like I'm going to work on Monday. Two weeks later, <laughs> <laughs> no, I got out and it was no, it was Sunday morning. I was like, "What just happened?" So I just conked out for about I don't know eight hours. Wow, My that's body impressive. Just shut down, yeah, and then uh, never went back. And then I moved here, never went back. <laughs> oh wow, there's a there's a there's a movie there. There's a movie. The Prodigal Son. Because well, well, you, you're not from Melbourne, you're Sydney. No, I'm from Perth. Sorry, way over the other side oh, of yeah, the country. Close, close but ooh, different yeah, side of the continent. And I did live in Sydney, I did live in Melbourne, and did you know? Yeah, so you go back. That'd be a good emotional, like Prodigal Son returns. Yeah, no, I have been back since, and it was okay. But for the movie, let's just movie, say you haven't. For the movie, that's I'm on my way back. There you go. Yeah, yeah, and maybe I don't know. Do you, do you, is there a dying relative there or something that you haven't spoken to in years, yeah, and you go back and I rekindle a relationship? Story. It's meant to be about the comedy, but really, it's about your relationships with someone who you you left there. It's about my journey back. Yeah. Now listen, I don't want to leave on obviously this. I'm oh, well, I did very... go back. Yeah, happy ending. I did go back like yeah. a, a year later uh, to the festival, and they gave me another gig because. They were being Fair nice. Fair play to them. Pow! And then I was like, well, I'll just, I'll just have maybe two drinks before I go on. Uh, we, before we wrap this up, we won't leave on, on that. I mean, because all the questions I get asked are always about, you know when you're on a night out, it's like, oh, tell us a joke, will you? And you're a comedian, mm. eh? Tell us And then the other one is, uh, what's the worst gig you've ever had? I had any shit gigs? So we've gone through some of your bad ones, which are great. And it's part and parcel of it, right? Mm. Uh, just doing these shitty, shitty gigs. What's the best one you've ever done? Or ever? Oh, ever for different reasons. There's uh, give a us lot your of top been... three, maybe. But give us some of your, yeah, your yeah. best gigs. Well, uh, supporting Kevin Bridges in the point. You did three arena. That was 2012. Oh, amazing. And I just went to see him. He was here a couple of weeks yeah, ago. Yeah. And uh, man, because we're good mates. Because he used to come and gig here a lot when he was like yeah. 17. Yeah, yeah. So we like he and a lot of the Kevin supports Bridges. he gets are friends from yeah, Kevin Bridges. So that was great, just because I got to do my 20 minutes. 30 minutes about Dublin yeah 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 yeah. Just yeah. To, and you're like walking out going this is gonna, gonna nail I was this like, this is like this is my town I've lived here more than anywhere <laughs> yeah pretty much so I was like mate so that was that was phenomenal and then just uh, just just being on that stage like just walking around just like some stages are so big you just get to wander about <laughs> most most you have 15 minutes of material but 5 minutes of walking five to fill out the room walking around just to fill up the room mate. such a big space yeah that's up there. And then uh, there was other ones where, just say, the International Comedy Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I would do. And the, it was called the Comedy Cellar on Tuesdays, Wednesdays. 
but in the international. And then there was one time I went out and supposedly 20 minutes, just tanked for about seven or eight minutes, just died. Mm. Just could, like, I, I went in too quick. I was too excited. They didn't know who it was yet. So I just went. I, I just assumed they all were like on my wavelength. <laughs> they weren't yet. No, no one is, right? <laughs> I went in there and then uh, they were just sitting there with their arms folded and I went, oh, like, thanks for your time. Not my night, but see you later, you know? Yeah. And they were like, you know, they're happy that I left. But the host wasn't there because he was at the bar. He thought I was doing 20 minutes and I was supposed to. Oh. So I went back out and I had to go, yeah, there's no one out there. So <laughs> we are stuck. So I sat down on a stool and I went, guys, there's nothing I can do that's, uh, that's going to work for you, eh? This is, uh, And then I just started getting into it again, but yeah. from ground zero up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And by the end of that 20 minutes, it was ripping again. Oh, no way. Like, so that was amazing. Have. So I was like, wow, so you can, so yeah. that for gigs like that, you go, man, you can get, because the worst thing is you think the audience is going to hate you. Yeah. Yeah, uh, ways to turn it around. Yeah. Figure so, that out. So, so they that, hate you less. Yeah, they, how do they hate me a tiny bit less? <laughs> so stuff like that was great. Come here, December, obviously, where were we? December 2nd, I'm still tired after 48 parties in 48 hours. I'll tell you about that later. We did it today. It was fun. Uh, the last few days. Where are you December that people can oh, check yeah, you out, whether you're gigging f- or... Socials. I'm around. I'm over in the UK. Oh. Yeah, so don't worry about that. But the weekend just before Christmas, yeah. it's the 20th, 21st, 22nd, 23rd, Laughter Lounge oh, amazing. in Dublin. Oh, that'll be amazing. Yeah, and come here, your website and socials and stuff for people to follow. Oh, check it out. Damien Clark Comedy Insta. On the gram. On the gram. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he is. Uh, Damo Clark. Yeah, so check out his website. Check out Go to his gigs. And if you can as well, go and I think your show is what? Three quid Grand Theft Demo? Yeah, that's it. one of a few that you have up there, one of a couple of them up there. One of the best comedy shows, I think, because I went to see it live in Wheelands and uh, man, loved it. Man, it was great it. to see it, man. It was absolutely loved it. One of the best shows. I've been recommending it for people. I'm like, it should be a Netflix special. It would be an amazing Netflix special, so we'll get on to that. Yeah, uh, let's and, ring them. Uh, <laughs> let's ring Netflix that's right now. That's how it works, isn't it? Yeah. I've got no idea. <laughs> I've 18, done a draft. 1800 Netflix, and will be grand. Uh, Damo Clark, uh, thank you very much for coming into us here on Sunday Night Live and being our first person here on this uh, My Worst Game feature. Cheers, Cormac. No worries. Thank you very much. Yes. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Cormac Moore. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.